Good hello and welcome to Viv and Miles's Infinite Watchlist Top 100 Horror Films. Mm-mm. I'm Miles. Hello, Miles, and I'm Viv. Hi. Yeah. Hey there. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. Ooh, girl. We're we're pushing on. We're in the our early twenties now, aren't we? Must be. Yes, we are. We are cracking wow. on this film we're talking about today is 22 oh <gasps> wow we're, we're, we're hitting the top 20 we're on, we're on the rim of the 20s we are rimming the top 20 we're rimming As it we and we're, we're so close to diving in i can't wait well i should probably shouldn't say that yet because i don't know what's like I, coming. Feel, I feel you're you're prepared there's going to be some that are just going to be hard to watch for you but I no longer feel like you will turn it off. Like I think you'll plow through even the hardest ones because you've you've become like a seasoned. Well, if I've done nearly watcher. eighty without turning it off, that must be a good sign. Sure, you didn't turn it off during uh, Hellraiser, which, to quote yeah. you, went too far. It went too far. It did go too far. Ah. <laughs> Oh, so many things have gone too far. <laughs> so many, so many things. But back to this this episode, and um, we're diving into Iran for the. We are. First we're heading to Iran. Persia sounds much more glamorous. The old name does. It does. I think, doesn't it? I feel like, like you said before, they probably keep, they say Persian for lots of things, maybe still, like when you're talking about mm-hmm. certain traditions, food, because obviously it was called Persia for a lot longer. It just sounds uh-huh. more unique, Persia. Yeah, and it, it sounds also, I think, more exotic. Like the like Persian rug and more kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, something about it. It just sounds so, more exotic. It feels more it does. fabulous. Because yeah. Iran and Iraq. But four letters beginning with an I kind of get a bit. Whereas this Persia, anyway, yes. wherever we go into that country, whatever the name may be, <laughs> yes, and and we'll set it up, and then I'll have some surprises for you as we speak about Iran and Persia. So oh, okay, well, so this film is 2014's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which Beautiful. I'm so pleased to say. The title is not really what what you think it's going to be. <laughs> I'm pleased <laughs> about that because I have yes. a complete opposite, and I think that's probably the point. I'm sure that is the actually, point, exactly the point. Yes, that would suggest to me that the woman was not going to do well, whereas in fact right. she's very in charge. <laughs> she <laughs> does we'll very to, well. We'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you set it set it up for us, girl. Set it up. Set it up. Okay, so basically the premise of this film is, um, you know, people that live in this um, pretty bad place, pretty bad, um, it's called Bad City. It's it's just a bad, bad place. And It's it's um, on the tin. It is, exactly, on the tin. Mm -hmm. Um, We get to meet uh, a cast of different characters who are going through different awful things. And the main character, the girl in the title, um, happens to be a vampire. Just um, that kind of um, cleans up the streets in her own way. 
And that is, I think that's that the, is the short uh, setup for it. That's good. That's a good <laughs> setup. Yes. And we should also say that this film is completely in black and white. Yes, it is which, beautiful to look at. Now, I know it's funny to say because we've we just said we're set in Iran, but it really gave me that kind of, I don't know why this came to mind, but that Parisian, you know, that kind of chic Parisian style where everything's mm-hmm. black and white and quite still and pale and it gave me that. And there's there's a reason for that. Um, the So the writer and director is Anna Lily Amirpour, um, who I will give you 5,000 guesses and you'll never know where she was born. Go ahead. Try. Was it Croydon? Close. Closer than I thought you would get. Okay, she was born yes. in Margate. Margate? <laughs> You're joking. What, with Chaz and Dave? I howled when I found that out. My goodness. So she's a neighbor of our good friend Rachel. She's Kentish. So she kind of isn't. Like she was born there. um, But then when she was very young, they moved to Florida. Her family is obviously of Iranian descent. They moved to Florida. And then she grew up between Florida and California. So when you hear her speak, she speaks with a California accent. For okay. sure, not a Margate accent, sadly. I'm sad to report. That would have been quite nice to hear. I would yeah. have loved it. But I was, what? She was born in Margate, of all places. Wow. Um, it wasn't too far off then, to be fair. That's what I mean. Like, you got way closer <laughs> than I thought you yeah. would get. That was only because you said in the fashion that it was going to be unexpected. Otherwise, I never would have said. Yeah. I mean, who would have known? <laughs> I would um, never have known. And obviously the film is not in English. It's in... It's in Farsi. It's in Farsi. I was going to say, what is the language? Okay. Amazing. So the the background of why it looks the way it looks, Mm. she wanted to make a sort of film that looked like the old spaghetti westerns from like the 60s. Um. And you can see that even, even in the positioning of the characters, there's a lot of people standing kind of like a like a standoff like one character in front of the other um mm-hmm. and this was kind of based on a short film that she made um where a girl walks home alone and a very scary man is following her and as he gets closer obviously the tension builds and the tension builds and she gets in her building and he kind of pushes his way in the building and then she turns around and she's a vampire and kills him so that was the short story that then okay. she said, I want to make a full length film and I want it to look like an old spaghetti Western. And I mm. want to set it in Iran because there's never been an Iranian vampire story. So. No. Amazing. So all of that kind of. Yeah. So interesting. Contributes to it. I do think the black and white really works for this. It's beautiful. It, makes... it looks so beautiful. And it's also worth saying that there's like, big sections of the story where there's no words at all it's just either music Mm -hmm. or very slow you know zooming of the characters and things happening which is very poetic really it kind of yeah and i think it builds tension in a really great way um because you kind of get used to it like after you're halfway through the film you get used to the silence and it becomes expected and, and normal um yeah and it's a kind of 
indie star that I can imagine you it wouldn't have been in the mainstream cinemas. You went to have gone to like over here we've got like the Curzon or the yeah. picture or something like those ones that would play foreign films were also something a bit different. It's something that not mainstream basically. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty worth pretty well for an indie film. It it mm-hmm. it was it did all the festivals and you know film festivals and got nominations and awards and so it did yeah. really well in that indie world. Right. Um, she said, she said she actually wrote it. So she, she said that it was really very challenging to write the script because she was thinking in English because English is really her language that she speaks. Yeah. Um, even though like, obviously at home, she learned Farsi from her family. Um, and then she said that she was like thinking how it would sound in Farsi as she's, writing it in English and then she had to translate it phonetically to Farsi. So it was a real labor of love for her. Oh um, yeah. To do this. And is it yeah. actually filmed in Iran? I see. It is not. It is filmed in California in its entirety. What? Like, isn't that shocking? Because it you feel like you're in the Middle you're just East. Giving like, me that's filmed. the gag. You can't listeners can't see my face just saying, what? I have been <laughs> Given a lie, yeah. What I was so convinced that was throughout. It does. It feels so Middle Eastern, um, and I think that's part of of her artistry of building this film. But yeah, all of it was filmed in California. I'm shook. I am. I was shook too when I found that out. I was like, I'm sorry. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, because to add to the sort of. I suppose you should say grimness of the area. They they seem to live around factory or mines or it's a very industrial. There's a lot of oil rigs, like a lot of oil, oil rigs. And, yeah. yeah. And there's quite a few amazing shots, really, in black and white of the pumps, like things going up and down. Like the factory, and, yeah. Yeah. That kind of gives a sense of the area they're living in. If you're surrounded by that, it already is quite a tense situation somehow. Yeah, it's like very industrial, very kind of broken down. There's like nothing pretty at at all in that area to look at. No. Except for her, who's beautiful, and for the lead character also. And him, very pretty to look at. They're both Arash and and the girl are both gorgeous. Yeah, uh, Arash is, he is a treat. Oh my God, his eyes and his eyelashes are just Mm, mesmerizing gorgeous he's beautiful I love the, the opening shot when he's smoking and you're not really sure what he's doing he's sort of lingering somewhere the next thing he reaches for this cat <laughs> this cat yeah this cat brings me so much anxiety because as we know when you introduce a pet into a horror scenario you're constantly waiting for something to happen to that pet yeah. Yeah. and I, and there's so many moments where that cat is in the wrong place and your fear mm-hmm. that something will happen to it. Yeah. Um, that's right. Because it's quite a pivotal pussy. <laughs> that it is. That it is. And <laughs> funnily enough, apparently, his name is Masuka. Masuka the cat. Masuka. Masuka was not in was not on the script to be in the whole film. Mm. It was just for that one shot of him. I think yeah. establishing that he's a, he's a sweet guy, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but right but the the you know lily anna lily amipur said that um the cat was so fantastic mm. um it was almost like another actor in the film yeah that true. she just kept putting him in scenes because she felt that the cat brought so much to the, that to cat the had, scene. had panache yeah <laughs> so she said i was so impressed by his acting yeah, skills i had surprised. to include him <laughs> very facially as well really like screen yeah. grabbing <laughs> yeah he was striking yeah. yeah and he's got this kind of like Elvis, James Dean, kind of vibe. Very, you know, very that. White Even the way he dresses, TV, yeah. His hair's all kind of like Teddy Boy slick and yeah, sunglass. like kind of curly and, and rumpled. Yeah, and... very cool and sexy. And then that scene at the beginning all seems very. You get the setup of where they are. You've got him with his cat, and it's all very. And then suddenly, you're like, oh. He's just walked over a bridge and there are lots of dead people lying underneath it. That's, mm-hmm. oh, that's um <laughs> okay. I remember like, oh, watching interesting. The film. That's a nice neighborhood. You're like, oh <laughs> and we meet the little boy pretty early. Oh I've got a Oh he's so bunch. cute. He's so very, cute. Very sweet. He's Yeah, he's like a little street urchin kind of uh, boy. Yeah asking him for money and he's like i haven't got any money and he's like but you're getting into this very expensive car by the way <laughs> i just use the term urchin which i i listener please excuse me for going on a big tangent but moonlighting which is one of my favorite shows of all time has never been on streaming platforms and it just dropped on hulu most of my english vocabulary listener comes from moonlighting i learned the language because moonlighting <laughs> had so many words in it and urchin there's a very funny line where bruce willis says something about like um the the receptionist uh, mr pesto it's like wow, well we found her she was nothing but a poor, poor little urchin out in the street urchin <laughs> you know, so that word that. That word okay. always will yes. resonate with that. Well, we invented the language. We originated the language. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back back to the vampires yes, in California right. slash Iran. Yeah. So our main male character in the film is having a very tough time because he lives with his well, you we learned fairly early on that his mother's passed away and mm-hmm. his dad has become a drug addict, basically, and is in a yes. very bad, a very bad way, and is constantly needing a lot of stuff that costs a lot, and they can't afford it. So, well, the first time we meet his dad, he's injecting heroin between his toes. Yeah. So yeah. that they need not say anymore. Like we know where this character is at from yeah. the first time we lay eyes on him injecting heroin right. between. <laughs> So it's yeah, rough. it's pretty like holy sh Nikes. Yeah, exactly. And then this is when we meet the very creepy, scary local drug dealing loan sharky villain character who is he is villain with a capital V. He yeah, is just, he is something you need to step away from that kind of character as soon as possible. 
When Aside someone has the his... word sex tattooed onto their Adam's apple, I think you need to be Yes, suspicious. amongst other tattoos, one of which is a Pac-Man tattoo on the side of his neck, which mm. made me laugh a lot when I realized <laughs> that it was Pac-Man and <laughs> the little ghosts. Oh my god. And then a broken heart on the back of the neck, which... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he has got the most... He's everything you don't want from a character in one. (laughs) Right, he's a drug dealer, he's a pimp, he's just, he's a psychopath, he's terrible. Chauvinistic, full of himself, thinks he's... I mean, when we get to his apartment, it's exactly what you expect it to be. There's dead, there's fur everywhere, and, and like, antlers on the wall, and it's all very... (laughs) Gauche. Yeah. And, And... And again, like again with the cat, like when when he comes in to get money from from his dad, and uh, yeah. it's such a tense scene. Yeah, because he's doing that that psychopath thing where he's so play. in control and so calm, yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, and somebody's gonna die right now. Yeah, and the way he's like stroking the cat, and he goes, "Oh, is it yeah. a boy or a girl?" And you're like, Ooh, "Like, boy. put the cat down, please, put the cat down." And the desperation—he's just managed to build up to having—I keep forgetting his name, Arash. Arash has yeah. just, just like finally got this car of his dreams, and that's everything. And then this guy's just gonna just write, "I'll take those car keys," and he's like, "No, I'm just you know built up to this, please." We even know. Because at the beginning of the of the film, when the little boy is asking Arash for money, and he mm-hmm. says, "I have no money," and he's like, "What about that car?" He tells him, "I worked for yeah. this car," and he tells him exactly. exactly how many days he worked for the car, and it was yeah. two thousand one hundred and ninety one days to earn the money for this car, which apparently is six years exactly. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so we know how hard he worked for that car. So it's hard to just say to him, I worked for six years, but I guess it's. Yes, I think dramatic. it's more dramatic. Yes. <laughs> and this man is, you know, just comes in and then he even says to him, he's like, You you made him a junkie. You're the reason that he's in this state now. Mm-hmm. And he's just coming in. And there's also that really, just this is what adds to the black and white and the poeticness of the whole film when he's stirring the tea with one of those like, I guess it's like a rock. It's a rock sugar. candy. Yeah, yeah, it's like a rock candy mm-hmm. spoon yeah. or lollipop. Like we, you can buy them here as a lollipop. Yeah, that you sort of stir into the tea. Everything yeah. is very thought out, and yes, the set design. And we haven't even gotten to the to the girl's apartment, her apartment. Yeah, I can pausing it because i wanted to see everything in that apartment it's so specific Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of um when we watched the conjuring 2 and you're excited because joanna lumley was on the poster because i'm sure madonna's on the wall i think so here's the thing a lot of the posters were very iconic 80s posters like the madonna album cover but that wasn't madonna the woman was not madonna the same with Michael Jackson it has the Thriller album cover but that's Michael Jackson so it was it's really freaky because you're looking at something that you immediately recognize and then it's off 
I thought it was off because I didn't think it quite looked like Madonna. It was Correct. supposed to, but I didn't. Well, I was they like, never addressed Madonna it. on a bad day. something happened. It, right. It, it's like that. And, and she said that she wanted it to feel off, mm-hmm. to be instantly recognizable, but give you that feeling of like something's not right. You know? Something's wrong. Because the yeah. Bee Gees as well. I noticed the Bee Gees in the background. The Bee Gees, yeah. Uh, Prince. There's a Prince poster. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Gosh. So this bad, bad man is, is ugh. So he takes the car and then he like has this prostitute in the car, I think. He's a pimp. So he's a drug dealer and a pimp. So he, yeah, he was getting money from one of his. He's nasty to her. And he's like, how old are you? And she says 30. He looks at her like, ugh, you're over the hill. Like, and he's like, don't you want children? Who the hell asked you? What the hell? I wish and then he doesn't give her her much. He takes all the money she made, right? He's her yeah. pimp, so he's supposed yeah. to take part of it and then give her some, and he refuses because it's like you're short. So she slept. Yeah, get her country breakfast as well at the same time, girl. Yeah, I wish she'd turn to him and say, <laughs> "I don't see how that's any of your business." <laughs> I don't see how that my age is any of your business. Yeah, I don't see how that's any of your business i mean i and guess whilst, it technically is because he's her pimp so he's like thinking you're not gonna make me as much money soon yeah but no well, it doesn't make it right but i asking also, if she wants children is none of it oh business. yeah no that's not of her but his business. he was just being cruel and, and he awful. was being an, yeah being really and already i'm starting to think look if this is a vampire film can someone please plunge into his neck very soon because i can't take that's why the first violent bit of this film, I was like, I'm okay with that one, to be honest. Yeah, get is, him. Get him, girl. He is a nasty... Um, and then whilst whilst she's giving him a nice time, he sees in the mirror, the moon mirror, this figure that we start to see. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, what's happening? Uh, and then, moving on, she comes back to his horrible apartment love by the way when he walks in and just whacks the fish tank I'm like what are you doing yeah so not Everything. not the, not the pros not the sex worker no but no the, the lady the girl yeah the, the girl that he sees in the mirror mm-hmm. who is very mysterious so she yeah when he's walking back he she starts walking behind him mm-hmm. and there's like that again like that weird is you would expect it to be the other way around, right? The the young girl that you're afraid for and the very evil man walking yeah, behind it was, it her. But very it's, afraid, yeah. It's like kind of the opposite. Yeah, which is what the clever, which mm-hmm. is why this title, because when you first told me this title, I was like, oh no, 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 I can't bear it. <laughs> so it was actually a real relief that that's not what this was. Yes. That it was actually spinning on that. And she doesn't say anything, does she, to him? I don't think. Nope. She no. doesn't say anything. And she's very striking because she's got very strong lipstick. And in the black and white, it looks very striking. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing, what did we say, the official name? We said just oh, I'll have to look it up again. Okay. Bear with. Bear with. It starts bear with a CH. I know it starts with a CH. Bear with. Chador. There we are. Chador. And. They get back to the apartment. And again, let's just go back to this selfish character. He's just brought a woman back to the house. He's not even 
He leaves her sort of standing in the corridor while he like titillates himself, snorts a line of coke, like like goes Dances, around the room, some like taking his 80s top off. techno, 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 techno. Sort of, ugh, he's so vile. But um, yeah, this it's clever what happens in this film because she then suddenly has the upper hand completely. Mm -hmm. this whole bit where she it looks like she's being seductive she starts to like suck his finger and he's probably thinking like oh oh right okay <laughs> yeah. i'm down and that finger goes from being sucked to <laughs> gone <laughs> right off but it's also like she i think we're we're meant to kind of see that she saw how he played with the sex worker yeah. Because he puts his his finger, kind of, he starts touching her lips and kind of puts his finger in her mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she did, when she bites his finger off, she does the same thing to him with his own finger, right? Like, yeah. she she That's... gets his cut-off finger and kind of goes on his lips and then pushes it into his mouth. Yeah. Which is satisfying it. as heck, yeah. I have to say. Literally a taste <laughs> of your own medicine. Literally. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You yeah. think this is sexy? How about now? Yeah, he messed with the wrong, the wrong girl. <laughs> and then she, um, she, eats oh, she them, basically. Yeah, she has. <laughs> she goes, that was just the start. That was the amuse bouche. Mm -hmm. She goes for the full. She goes for the main course. Yeah, the finger was just uh, the app. Yeah. So then when. Arash walks in, he's like, I think he yeah, he's coming to offer jewellery as like a... That he stole from the rich girl that he works yeah, for. Yeah, so we need, yeah. so we, yeah, earlier we find out that he's the gardener, it looks like he's gardening mm -hmm. her extensive, this amazing, but, well, I suppose it's the families because she talks her about parents, her parents. Yeah. She's obviously flirting with him as well, which, fair enough. Why would Yeah, he? like, who wouldn't? Although her flirting was pretty rubbish because she just stayed on the phone. It, it, it's, it's, it was almost like humiliating him in a way. Like, mm -hmm. like she finds him attractive, but also you're beneath me kind of flirting, which is exactly. gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely gross. Exactly. Yeah. And then walks in and sees that the pimp has been eaten up. He's not that shocked, really. He's like, oh, that's handy. <laughs> right. He's like, well, this works out real well yeah. for me. That's what that he's dead. I was worried at one point that um, before I knew the kind of way the film was going, I was like, oh no, are they going to walk in and think he did it or something? I was like, oh, what's happening? But no, we're okay. Yeah. It wasn't that kind of film. Well, and it's <laughs> not this kind of town because there is a bridge no. where there's just bodies that nobody seems to care about. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm So. Is it there's, supposed to there be doesn't seem to be any police activity in this town. Yeah, but like not just that, is it I almost wonder whether they could even see it or was it just uh, it's just something that they're just used to? Like what's the They're situation? just used to I think it that's where like the whole Western thing comes up. Like a, you know, it's kind of a trope of Westerns of like a no law right. town where okay. there's you know literally bandits are running, doing whatever they want because the law doesn't they're too scared of them. They, they fling him on top. They're just like, oh, well, he can go in the pile. Right. He just goes, all right, here you go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. It's a, 
Bye. I think we should, let's not delay in talking about the amazing character who is a drag yes. queen, do you think? Or someone who, I don't know exactly. Um, specify, because it was a costume party, so we don't know if he was just dressed in drag for the party. Or... But, but later on when we see him, he also is wearing makeup just in general. So I'm guessing. So maybe, yeah. Maybe drag queen, maybe drag But then when I was looking it up briefly just now, they were saying that what I read, I'm sure you've read it as well, is that it's a very feminist film. They're saying, but actually the biggest political mm-hmm. statement is having that character in mm-hmm. a country that's homophobic and it's against Correct. the law to yeah. be gay, to slip in a character like that. Mm-hmm. My, and then that I character think, gets such a beautiful scene. Well, it's just going to say that's on their own, you know? I think that was my favorite scene of the whole mm-hmm. film. So lovely. It just comes in there with this balloon and they're just dancing yes. and free and wearing a headscarf and a sort of actually a bit like you're saying with the spaghetti western kind of castle mm-hmm. cowboy like shirt so there's a kind of mix of different typical clothing i guess you could say mm-hmm. that cat that that's a really beautiful part of the film actually yeah it doesn't particularly relate to anything it's just no it it reminds me a lot of David Lynch films. David Lynch likes to do mm-hmm. these like just kind of moments that don't necessarily have anything to do with anything. They're just kind of weird and interesting, and mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it felt very yeah. David Lynchish that moment. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that a lot. I thought that was nice to have yeah. a character, and because early on, when I saw that character, I did think, oh, I wonder if that's a drag queen or I wasn't sure but then I thought maybe not I'm not sure and then when they kept getting later I was like oh okay like that well good for her for putting that in there that's obviously mm-hmm. her way of going like putting that character in there in what is such a scary politically scary country mm-hmm. yeah I think as well that's sure. probably another reason why I didn't expect the film to go the way it was that it's actually a very feminist it is yeah led film which is really refreshing mm-hmm. Because that title is just well, and skip. I think the title is very on purpose. What it is, yeah. right? Like, like we know how many horrible stories are of a girl walking home alone, yeah. and the things that can happen to a girl walking home alone. And this is her, I think, um, <clears throat> taking that power, right, and, and giving it to the girl, and making her a badass, and making her the the danger. And not yeah. the victim. I think as well using traditional dress that I suppose we associate mm-hmm. with. Um, I'm trying to think how to put it. Really, I suppose you wouldn't. You don't associate that with someone who's then going to be badass and a vampire, obviously. Right. Although it looks incredibly badass because it, it is looks, kind yeah. of is the headdress, and then it's just a very long black cape and. Yeah. Yeah. That scene where she's riding the skateboard and the cape is flowing, it almost looks like she's a bat, like flying. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. No, very visually, very clever. So then they they kind of form a relationship and he kind of seems to be the only, the first male character really that she doesn't want to chew the neck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She does. She's like, 
this is a keeper, this one. <laughs> right. And it's it's again like her her own code of he he she could tell he was a good person and a and a sweet person. And that's what then changes everything in that yeah, moment of like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hurt him. Because again, I'm a girl walking alone in the middle of the street, and he was protective and sweet to me. He was not predatory. He was not right. trying to hurt me. And it, exactly. and yeah. I think that's that moment where she goes, "He's a, he's we need people like him." Yeah, <laughs> people who need people. Well, and the we, scene uh, she has with the little boy is well, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. I was about. Yeah. Why do you think it? What do you? What were we gonna say about that scene? Again, talk about a feminist statement. You know, when the little the little street boy, um, he's walking alone at night, and and she appears to him, and then scares the life out of him, and she mm. keeps asking him, "Are you a good boy?" And he says, "Yes." And she's like, "Don't lie to me. Are you a good boy?" Mm. And he keeps he's terrified. Because he knows there's something unnatural because he tried to run away from her and then she was in front of him again. Yeah. And then she fangs out, like shows her fangs and her voice gets like really scary. And she tells him, I will be watching you for the rest of your life. And if you're not a good boy, I am going to tear your eyes out. And she says some horrible things. So, uh... But it all, it feels like this is this is the message right like this is how we get rid of fucking toxic masculinity and and predators right like she she's trying okay. to change the town right she's trying to get this young boy mm. to know you make good choices or i'm gonna end you wow yeah right because she could have killed him if she wanted to hurt him she didn't yeah. she wanted him to know well, yeah, i'm watching you nothing <laughs> Right, but she, and she wants to keep it that way and in mm -hmm. a town where the only possible way out is to become a drug dealer or a gangster like this town this is her way of going you need to make good choices or i'm going to kill you and he'll never forget that for the rest of his life yeah, of course he won't he right? probably end up in therapy for the rest of his life more life. well or he'll probably end up a really good productive member of society because he got a chance to not be killed you know yeah so i i feel like that was a real statement of how we need to start with young boys the only way to change is to raise better men mm. um from from a young age yeah not quite as harshly as that perhaps but right don't don't tell them you're going to tear their eyes out but i think it was yeah. she was making a point of yeah. this kid is just prime for the taking for any of those bad people any of those gangsters to turn him into a drug dealer and turn him into mm -hmm. and she this is her way of scaring him into making different choices because she tells him i will be watching you for the rest of your life yeah wow <laughs> so it's it's a really powerful scene it's a lot yeah i've got very sorry for him in that scene i was like this kid's had it rough He's already on the street right. and now he's being threatened by a vampire. Right. He hasn't done anything. But... I know, and and that's and it's. <laughs> I mean, it's harsh to watch her do that to him, but in another way, and maybe it's because of the line of work that I'm involved in. She may have saved his life. 
by doing that yeah. to him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yes, so. it's a very in intense, <laughs> that poor boy has a lot. He has a harsh time, for sure. He really does. Um, and then there's the Halloween party where he dresses up as a vampire, which is quite funny. <laughs> they never is. use the word vampire the entire film. Dra they say Dracula. They say Dracula, but nobody ever says the word vampire. Not even no. when they That's know what she is. Yeah. A bit too close to the bone. <laughs> is, yeah. is the whole thing... Is she generally only around at night time? Now I think about it. Are mm -hmm. there any of the kind of... Are they going with the vampire rules? Yeah, they, you never see her in the daylight. No. I don't know what's going to happen when they drive at the end, when they're driving away. I was going like, to say, they need to check into a motel. Right, they don't really have a conversation about it. One would assume she will tell him at some point that, hey, sun's coming yeah. up. Yeah, absolutely. And then if we go back to um, the dad, he is the further into the film, he really is losing oh. the plot yeah. completely. He now thinks the cat is his dead wife in the form of the cat and smashes up the whole house and goes completely crazy. And at that point, Arash has like had it officially. Officially. <laughs> yes. He has had enough. <laughs> he's yeah he it's really gone last you've, you've you've lost it now i can't keep carrying on like this mm -hmm. and throws him out yeah he, he also meets a sticky end right and I, I hate that he tells him and take the cat i don't want him anymore which i'm like come on now he's in no what? condition to take care of a cat you know that yeah. this poor cat i leave the cat out of it yeah like don't leave it with the man who's trying to smash the whole place up and thinks that it's your his his wife That's and crazy. we had seen him before this moment we had seen his dad trying to get a freebie from Addie, who is the the sex worker and she's like come back to me when you have some money and he has an encounter with the girl yeah, and she's like that scene is so cool because she's mimicking yeah, she him. Mirrors him. Yeah, yeah, and he's like not sure what he what's happening because he keeps looking at her and she's across the street and she's mm. doing everything he's doing. It's it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. There's quite a few shots like that. There's yeah. a really great shot later on where um, Arash is standing like at the end of a tunnel, I guess. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's a tunnel. Yeah. It's such a cool shot in black and white with him standing looking so sexy at the end. It's very... Yeah, and he's walking so really... towards the camera slowly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And go back to that Halloween party. That bit's pretty cool as well. And he takes a peel. So from... he's now become a drug dealer because he steals all the drugs and money that the drug, yeah. the dead drug dealer had. So he's been dealing and so he's now has some money and Yes, mm -hmm. so they do some ecstasy at the party, which yeah, he didn't want to do. He was fine giving I was it to say she persuades others. Him, yeah. yeah, the the girl from he was working for persuades him, and then you kind of get this trippy version of the rest of the party as well because of that. Mm -hmm. There's a really funny bit where she 
Well, she says something like, what's the last thing you listen to? And she says, hello, Lionel Richie. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's a sad song. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was random. I love that, that there is no time where this is happening. Like, there's no specific time that you can identify, oh, this is happening in this era. Because yeah. there's a lot yeah. of, in her room, everything looks 80s. Even the music she listens to is 100% 80s mm-hmm. um, new wave. Like, throughout the film, there's a lot of 80s style new wave music. Yeah. But then the way they're dressed looks very kind of beatnik, 60s. Like, what she's wearing with, like, the pencil pants and the stripy shirt and her makeup with like the very dark eyeliner and the dark lipstick and the hair she looks like a beatnik from the 60s so yeah. it's very all over like there's no way you would and say it, and it like, also oh. felt quite modern it didn't feel like it felt like it could have exactly been like it's, the last it's very it like there's anywhere. no way yeah. to say right like this is taking place in this time yeah. period which is another yeah. good technique really isn't it because that makes it timeless yeah. when you do it like that yeah yeah um and he's like that that whole bit when he says about Lionel Richie and then before that he goes like oh you don't like hamburgers I've never met anyone who doesn't like hamburgers it's like, oh right because he brings her a hamburger because he's so mm-hmm. cute and she's like mm, it's a little too well done for her taste yeah she likes it fresh she he should have brought her some raw meat that might have worked her. who's the person that doesn't she attack someone who looks homeless at one point? Yeah, some, yeah, just some some man that's like laying on the street. What had he done? We don't know. I don't know, but I think it's also what does he have to live for in a way? You know, if she's she has to she has to eat, she has to kill people to survive. That's what vampires do. So I think it might have been one of those that I'll I'll put him out of his misery and I'll get a meal instead of killing someone that maybe. Mm can do more with their life or whatever, whatever her. She, she her, plays God. She decides. She yeah, that's what vampires got. are. You know, they, they're, mm. they're demons. So they're godlike in that way. Yeah. Unless she, unless she fancies them and then she's, he's allowed. <laughs> she likes it. But it was just as she fancied him. I think that no, it has that. to do with him no, being I'm not, I'm a good yeah, person. Fine. Yeah. It was the moral compass of it. Yeah, his cube might help though. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that that's why she ends up falling in love with him. Mm. But know, I think I think the bit that I disliked the most, the bit that was the hardest to watch, was when he pierced her ears. That was completely <laughs> unnecessary. That I did not like. I was like, no, it felt very unsanitary because she just like gave him a, like a safety it pin. It's horrible. Why? And he just like heated it up with a lighter and went and went to town. No... I was like, okay. No need for that bit. I was like, oh no, not again. That you know, I can't stand that kind of thing. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's too that's a bit like Emily Blood on the nail and there's so many <laughs> things like that. I just can't I'm like, oh no, please. I can feel it. I'm cringe, cringe, cringe. Have you Don't ever do- had your ears pierced? No, funny though, I would like to get I was just saying recently when I was in Benidorm, I'd quite like to have a George Michael one ear situation. Mm-hmm. But well, they wouldn't do it that way, they would do it with a gun, so it's a lot they, quicker. They yeah. Yeah. If you think I'm walking into somewhere yeah. and someone produces a safety no. pin that I'm not running no, this out of that, is very old school. 
like they do in Greece. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind the Sandra D situation. That's yes. different. No, even that, no. Now you, you go, they have the nice little wrist? gun, and they just go like, boop, and it just burns, and it's done. Okay. I quite yeah. like the idea of a little, little yeah. George Michael. I think that'd be quite cute. A little, that'd be cute. Yeah. Very cute. Halloween, I could have something seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, okay. It's another accessory that you can play with. What's wrong with like What's the idea not to love? That. I could yeah, have accessories. You love an accessory. You. I love, and I love an occasion. So you do. That, that you do. Love that. <laughs> you do love, love an occasion. My gosh. Mm-hmm. So yes. So um, I guess running towards the end of the film now. Yeah. Um. After he kicks his dad out, he goes back to the sex worker and he makes her dance for him. And you can tell she's just not wanting it. And it's a very awful scene because she's like, I don't want to do this. And he ties her up and then shoots no, her up with heroin. Awful. Again. Um, and then he shoots himself up with heroin, uh, which is a saving grace because otherwise he would have sexually assaulted her. I'm, which he I'm doesn't because he passes he out. Yeah, I I thought that's what was about to happen. Well, that's what it was about to happen, you know, yeah. but then he shoots himself up and, and so kind of takes uh, priority. And then our girl breaks the door and comes she's in. She's you like, know, and she's, and the thing with her, like, yes, she's killing people, but she's also protecting people in a way, right? Like, she has been watching out for this woman we see that happen and they do meet and they have a conversation about how she keeps an eye on her and yeah and she came in and she disposes of him um and then they go dump him on the street and she um takes the cat which is good yes that's good that poor boy again oh my god Oh my, oh my god. This poor kid. He needs to get a train out of there quick. Um, he needs to get some parents. No. It's what he needs to get. Because who's taking care of this little child? Nobody. Poor thing. There's a, there's at one point a mention and a very nice shot of some mountains in the distance. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was, again, it's like an idea of escaping the idea of getting away from this industrial yeah. scary part the idea that that's on the horizon which right. is the sense we get at the end of the film that they're escaping away right and, and that's when they have that conversation <laughs> which she when he's clearly enamored of her and she tells him you don't know the things i've done yeah. i am a bad per- i'm bad and you don't you have no idea of the things i've done and he tells her, you have no idea of the things I've done. And yeah. who cares, right? We could die tomorrow. And it wouldn't matter. Yeah. So it's a, it's a know, lovely scene. This is a very different situation because obviously she's been killing people. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But if you try not to think of that, that is quite a thing in relationships. A lot of the time you meet mm-hmm. someone and you could have someone going, well, you don't know how many people I've slept with. You don't know. Blah, blah. And they're like, well, who cares? We're together now. I'm not talking about your her right. This, right. This is a different. It's different level. when it comes to murder, <laughs> for sure. But. Exactly. We're not talking about that. But then you know the film is taken. But in script. her case, I feel like murder is almost justified because she's a vampire. She's not just out there killing people. 
because she's a serial killer. She's killing people because she needs to eat to survive. In the so world I feel of it's different than vampires, just she if she was a murderer. You know, I would have been moral, like a fairly moral vampire. Yes. And a very feminist vampire as well. <laughs> and I'm badass. I love the look of her. It's so cool. Yeah. She's so cool yeah. looking. Yeah, and so is he, and the cat, so really. Yeah, yeah, the style of the film is It's a Hollywood trio right there. (laughs) Imagine they're babies. (laughs) Well, that's impossible, but... Because she's dead, so... That's why why I said imagine. Imagine. Imagine, imagine, girl. Um, That was the key word. Do you know what's really cool, um, or just not necessarily cool, but interesting is that it is... It is at the you know core of this is is this very sweet love story between them, mm-hmm. and at the end, they are together, and they run away together, and we see this develop, and not at one moment in the film do they even kiss. There's no, no that's true, no nothing physical aside from that moment where she, they're kind of holding each other, but. There's no kissing. There's nothing that would be no, like, oh, now they're in love kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, so it's an interesting way of doing it. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, I think really I found this quite a beautiful film, actually. I'm surprised <laughs> to be saying that, but... Yeah. yeah. It is. It is so pretty. And so just to wrap up the dad thing, he's finds his dad people are around him because he's dead on the street Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously he's kind of freaked out and he goes and grabs all the money and the drugs and then he goes finds her at her apartment and tells her pack a bag we're we're getting out of here we need to get out of here and as she (laughs) she starts packing all the stuff that she's has stolen from the people she's killed. Um, he sees the cat. The cat walks out and he sees the cat. And you see in his eyes what's going through his mind of like, how does she have my dad's cat? And it kind of starts to dawn on him. She said she's done terrible things. She killed my dad. There's he and you kind of see without him saying a word, it's so beautiful. Like you just see all of that start kind of happening in him exactly yeah yeah, yeah. like when they're driving in the car in silence you know she's holding the cat and he's just looking and there's just so much that you can see going through his head and he stops the car and then he's just pacing back and forth Mm. pacing back and forth and she's just sitting there and this is all in silence which is so um such an interesting way of doing it yeah for sure no it's very clever yeah. Nick, he kind of yeah. goes, he kind of goes, I, uh, what are you going to do? Nobody's well, <laughs> like that. You know, that wonderful ending right. of some like a heart, that wonderful ending. Right. And, he's kinda, kinda and then he goes, it. I'm a man. Well, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, eh, what you and I do? think, like, you see him process a lot of it and, and almost come to the realization that. In a in a horrible way, she set him free of this yeah. horrible situation. Yeah, and uh, so he pulls out a cassette, 
Yeah. Put some music on. And the cat is, I love that frame of her sitting, both of them sitting in the car in silence, looking forward. And then the cat is between them, looking forward to it. Such a good shot. It's brilliant. With the black and white, it just works so well. Yeah. Yeah. And then off they go. Off they go. And you kind of think getting away from that town is probably going to be whatever happens is going to be good is going to be better surely for sure yeah. it can't be worse than yeah. that horrible place they they're leaving mm. yeah so yeah well i would say scare rating mm. I think it's more, I think like the violence isn't too, obviously it's, it's never good to see, yeah. but really, especially in black and white, and it's yeah. not as, I don't think it's anywhere near, compared to what we've been through. Mm-hmm. And this is not a movie that I would say is like gratuitously violent at all. No, there's bits. It's very, it's yeah, sparsely the violence. Yeah, so right. I'd say scare rating compared to what we've been through, five. I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't I and I think I put this film further down, not because of it being scarier, but just because I'm thinking as we get to the lower numbers is is the really good films. Yeah. So I think I placed it here because it's such a good film. It's still scary with the constant like you're not sure what's gonna happen a lot of the time. Yeah, there's a lot of tension for sure. There's tension. It's more tension and it's more mm-hmm. worry for oh, what's about to happen to that character and this person. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. I thought it was. I it's probably I've enjoyed this more than like probably the best for a long time actually. So oh, good. I'm so happy because it's such a beautiful surprised. film. Who knows when I'm going to suddenly say that? It just happens, and we're like, oh, so a lot proud. of it comes from. Just it's it's really nice to hear that title and then be surprised by that not being the narrative because I really was like I don't think right. I prepared the whole film about a woman being like chased and being people being violent to her in the street and I was like oh no I can't bear that so, you know, so we'll becoming a vampire and bringing the fantasy in it takes you away from that and then gives mm-hmm. her the power against really bad people in the film and you're like okay. I yeah, can process it flips this. the script, right? Like it, it flips yeah, the and gives you a you... different, especially in a country where, very sadly, we're hearing terrible news and laws against women, mm-hmm. against against anyone who's gay, anyone mm-hmm. who's well. Don't even go there with anything. Yeah. Normally, you can't even imagine. So, to then in a country like that, flip it and have a woman in charge, and then right. to have a wonderful character being themselves in whatever form in the middle of mm-hmm. it all not taking anything else in just being themselves right that was really and, and a film written and directed by an iranian woman yeah you know also is very powerful yeah and it probably and, um, makes a difference i think you can feel that it's very genuine from her mm-hmm. her heritage her experience but also putting her twist on it so yeah yeah I think that was a that was a hit. That was a hit this week. Yay! I'm so happy. So if you like this one, I feel you would have similar um opinions of the one coming next because I put them together because there's a lot of similarities in the themes, but also in in how beautifully the story is told and how beautifully the film is made. Mm-hmm. So 
next time we're going to Sweden Ooh, for Let the Right One In. Oh, oh. Which is another very good vampire story, but also just very beautifully told and very stylized, kind of like this one. So you'll have you'll find some similarities between them for yeah. sure. Now, most times you've taken me to Sweden, it's been very traumatic. <laughs> no, well, last time we went to Sweden. <laughs> Both times. Or Midsommar was, was Midsommar a real, a real drag. Also, but yeah. Um, what was it called? The Ritual? The Ritual, that, yeah. Yeah, we've not had... It's not been the ABBA fantasy that I've actually managed to experience myself in Sweden. Yeah. This has been a very different. So we'll see. <laughs> well, this one will, like, I think it, it's a beautiful film. Like, the stories, is a, it's very heartbreaking and beautiful. All and right. it's a very like this film i think is a very clever take on a vampire story and i think let the right one in is that that also it's a very well, different what, um what we need telling of a vampire story have something different of vampires mm-hmm. not just you know, we've done traditional so it's nice to see different yeah. different vampires yeah. <laughs> yeah, like someone taking a, a story that's been told a billion times and just doing something completely different and unexpected yeah, with it. Exactly. So, you wanted yeah. a twist, eh? Y'all wanted a twist, hey? Mm-hmm. Well, that right, is well, it for will... today. We move from Iran to Sweden. You're traveling we'll the world. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So we'll... All right. See you next time. Meanwhile, you better sissy that walk. Bye. <laughs> Bye.